0: Hey, what's up everyone? My name is Sebastian and you're listening to Seb Talks. Now, today I'm going to be talking about my origin story. Now, a lot of you guys know me and, and know that I am a social media manager in the United States. But what you don't know is the, the story behind it, the reason why I'm here today. So, I will mainly focus on that today. I will mainly talk about who I was before and the things that have happened in my life that have gotten me to the point where I am today and um, to the stage of, of where I want to work with clients on, on social media marketing. So I hope you guys enjoy, and let's get right into it. All right, so let's get right into it. Uh, as far as uh, my backstory, I want to share with you guys what I I did to get to this point. Um, and it started very young. Um, I, was, I was born and raised in Bogota, Colombia. My father, he was never really part of my life. But he is a entrepreneur. Uh, He is all about um, business. He worked in the financial industry. And my mom, she had always been in marketing. She's an amazing communicator. She's been on radio. uh, She's been on TV shows. So both of them were really into uh, marketing and business and finance. And uh, I think that that kind of shaped my life whether it was directly through my mom or indirectly through my dad but after moving to the United States for different reasons whether it was you know money or whether it was security um you know I moved to the United States when I was 12 years old and I think the biggest thing um, or one of the biggest struggles that I had was that I didn't speak the language like I, I spoke Spanish mainly and um having to learn a new language at the age of twelve, it is easier than 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 you know being twenty or thirty or forty years old because the younger you are the the faster you can learn a language. But it was a little bit tough for me because I had to be the person in the family to kind of take care of, of things as far as like talking to people. Um as far as like I don't know just just doing new things. Um, for example like you know going to the grocery store uh, or asking anyone questions uh, My mom didn't speak English Like any English at all uh, Neither did my little sister or my stepdad So what I had to do is I had to Be the one that had to speak up And had to get out of his comfort zone A lot so uh, This was tough for me but it was, it was definitely something that I, I Appreciate now and I, I love the fact that I had to go through that but uh, On other things, on, on the other spectrum Of things um, Because we were the first ones In the United States in my family and because there was, you know, my mom, she didn't know English, and, and she mainly was trying to figure out, you know, how we're going to make it work here in the U.S., um, things such as, you know, joining soccer teams, um, getting scholarship for school, um, enrolling to go to college, um, you know, like the parent-teacher conferences, all those things were something new to us, um, and I think I had to be the one that had to go through that those stages of, of learning those things by myself. and So once I graduated high school, I really got out of my comfort zone at this moment. I I spoke English. I, you know, I was talking to girls. I felt really comfortable in my environment. But what happened was four of my closest friends went under mission and, and they went out for two years. They They moved out of the country for two years. They went somewhere else, um, and they, they really had something that they had to do at that moment in life. And I think that was the biggest thing for me is I, at that moment in life, I just felt so lost and I felt so confused, and I felt like my purpose in life didn't really mean anything. Like I didn't really feel like I was accomplishing anything in life. And so my first instinct was, well, you know, once you graduate high school, especially here in, in Utah, is you either go on your mission and I wasn't you know part of the church so. either go on your mission or you go to college and you know i thought okay college looks cool and and based on movies you know you see like the parties the girls the alcohol the all the fun that that you that you get to have in college and so i was like yeah yeah i I, want to do that right um and so i i decided to pack up my stuff i decided to move downtown with a couple of friends and i decided to you know, go to school full-time and get a job full-time because my mom wasn't going to pay for me to live outside of, outside the house and nor did I expect her to do that. So not only I had to pay for, for college, but I had to pay for my house and my car and all my bills, right? So, so that's what happened. Um, I got a full-time job and uh, I was, you know, waking up, you know, 5 a.m., riding the train, you know, all the way de- downtown at uh, the beginning stages and um, go to my 7 a.m. class be from school from from like 7 a.m to like 11 then ride the train back to to west jordan which is where i was working at and i would work you know from that time until 8 p.m then after that i would have night classes until like you know 10 p.m so it was it was a it was like one of the best moments or one of the best stages of my life and i think the reason why i say this is because i had to really bust my ass to do things and to earn things i I'm so glad it happened because during that time I kind of I learned to appreciate the process of of just working hard, right? Like you had to appreciate the process of of waking up super early, going to bed super late, being hungry all the time. Um because it, it made me feel alive, right? It made me feel like I was accomplishing things. So I, I'm glad it happened, but um I think that's where my next stage or my next story comes in so as I was going to school and work full-time as I was doing all these different things I I kept getting these questions of um, what do you want to do in life you know what degree do you have or what, what degree are you studying um, what do you want to be when you grow up you know and they, they truly truly scared me and the reason why they scared me is because yeah, I had been in school for, you know, one, two years, I was doing new things, I was learning new things, but I still didn't have the answer, right? The, the certain answer of like, this is exactly what I I want to do with my life. And then I I see, you know, my friends saying, oh, I want to be a doctor, I want to do this, I want to do that. Um, So I really asked myself, like, is there something wrong with me? Like, why, why is it that I'm not at that point? Why is it that all these people have already figured it out? And you know I'm I'm 20 years old already, and I still haven't done it. Like, what am I missing? So, I think the biggest thing that I have to do, and one of the biggest things that have helped me out in the past um, four or five years after graduating high school, was I think learning who you are as a person is the number one thing. So, learning what your strengths are, learning what your weaknesses are, learning what you like and what you don't like. Learning who the freak, who the fuck you are, <laughs> yeah, that is such an important part of, of growth, right? And so as I was going to school, these questions started coming up of like, who am I? And, and why am I doing the things that I do? Which is, and I'll talk about, I'll talk about that maybe on another episode, but that's the reason why I, I stopped going to college. is because I, I asked myself, why am I going to school? Like, is this something that I believe in? And the answer was no, right? But going back to going back to my origin story, I I started asking myself, you know, what what is important to me, and why do I care? You know, like why do, why is it that I value time so so much? I care so much that you know I'm I'm only 20 years old, and I'm already getting worried that I'm getting too old, right? I don't know if any of you guys have had this. Fear in your in your head of like oh my gosh I'm so old already but you're barely in your twenties or not even in your twenties and you're already freaking out about uh, what it is that you are gonna do with your life right and so that was my biggest thing is I, I I asked myself why is it that I feel this way like why am I so scared of growing up because it wasn't like I was scared of the responsibilities I I was living by myself I enjoyed the the freedom that I had so it wasn't that I was scared of growing up I was I was scared of Growing up without achieving the things that I wanted to achieve. And you know, you, you, you see social media and you see all these people doing big things, making all this money, uh, traveling, uh, doing all the things that you want to be doing. And you say, well, if I'm their age or if I'm younger or actually older than them, then I am, I am backtracked. I am not where I'm supposed to be right now. Right. So that was that's what was happening to me and, and it became a a big part of of, of um this soul searching experience that I had to go through. Um I think one of the biggest things that has always driven me as well is that you know, my, my family, my parents, like my mom and my stepdad, they made the sacrifice of literally they sold everything, like the house, the cars, like properties, they they said bye the to family, they said bye the to friends they left everything that they knew in colombia to move to the united states and while it it was beneficial for them the reason why they did it is because of myself and my two sisters like they did it as a sacrifice so that we could have a better future right which is essentially what what, what all immigrants do right they they come to the united states for a, a better future uh not just for them, themselves but for their family and i i just remember like thinking about what if I am just like any other person that takes their opportunities for granted and doesn't do anything with their lives? And what I mean by that, you know, quote unquote, do anything with their lives is because I, I want to do something special, right? I, I want to, you know, not just make a lot of money, not just help out a lot of people, but I want to make a true, true impact in this world. And I feel like if I didn't do that, it would be a dishonor to my to my mom you know for all the things that she has done for me. So that right there is is a number one desire for me. Is I I want to do something special with my life. And um I think my whole life I've just been I haven't been able to put that into words, but now that I have that, right? Like now and at that moment when I understood why I did the things that I did, I think things became a little bit more clear for me. So in the next Segment I'm going to be talking about uh, external struggles and internal struggles that happened with that Okay, so I am two years into college. I have changed my major probably at least four or five times I went from you know social work to um, I actually applied for the business school, but I got rejected because of my math Scores or my my, my math grades in high school. So I actually didn't even get to You uh, didn't even get accepted to business school at the University of Utah and so I thought okay you know what what's the closest thing to business that is not under the business school and that was economics so um, I started you know studying economics and I actually really really enjoyed it and one of the classes that I had to take for economics was a marketing class it was an upper level marketing class and all it really was is just it was public speaking and communications and in this class, you know, I came in and it really was a lot of business students and myself. You know, I kind of felt a little bit out of, uh, I didn't really feel like I belonged in the group too much. And, uh, you know, it, it was fine. It, it was a good time. But what happened was we had this project. And uh, this project required us to, you know, just like if you guys have seen Shark Tank, Right there's you know people that create products or services or they invent something and they go to this venture capitalist or venture capitalist I don't know I don't think that's how you say it uh, these VCs right people that uh, are investing money in other people's businesses and they you know our our project was to create a business model uh, create a product or a service and then present it to the class and at that moment, I had never thought about that. I had never done anything like that. And so I thought, okay, that's that's pretty cool, right? That's pretty cool. So I remember, you know, I started uh, just sketching up ideas and, and thinking of, of things that could potentially become a business. I started doing research and I started learning about um, money that can be made with, with your own business. I started learning about um, public speaking, about um, what it represents to be a business owner, right? And uh, I learned more about capitalism, about all these different topics. And I think that's when I first started, you know, falling in love with, with business in, in general. And um, what happened, what ended up happening was I came up with this this application. It was called Red Text. And if you have known me in the, the stages of Red Text, shout out to you. And if you didn't know me, that's okay. I'm gonna explain it right now. So, Red Text was an idea that I had to, um, well, actually, let me back up. I created it because at that moment in my life, there was um, a close friend of mine that was involved in a car crash. And she was involved in a car crash because of someone that was looking at their phone while driving, right? She was driving home from, I don't know where, you know, late at night and this guy just you know um T-boned her. Uh, she went into a coma for I think 17 days and it was it was a very very uh crazy time in in all of our lives because it was a our group of friends that was involved in that. And so that that moment and she's okay now thank god and you know she's she's doing really really great but um at at that moment, I thought about her, and I thought about okay, what what is something that I could create that could potentially reduce the risk of of people texting and driving? And I created, or I, I thought about this idea of you know uh, having an application that turns on automatically so that when you're driving, uh, you know it turns on and it actually blocks off uh, calls and texts from people, and it not only blocks calls and texts, but it also sends them a notification saying hey. Um, Sebastian's driving right now would you still like to send a message so it would kind of put the responsibility on the sender and not on the of the receiver um, and I thought it was a great idea I was like you know what I think this is going to help out a lot of people I think it's going to do I think it's going to do great and um, I remember you know waking up and the first thing I would think about is is this business idea I would think about it and I would obsess with it I would uh, you know drop sketches. I would think about how I can make it better. I would do research on it. I would do budgeting. I would do all these different things behind the, you know, kind of like the, the business model of things of how it would have worked. And um, we had the project at, at, at school, and I think I did well. I actually can't remember how I did. I think I did well. Um, but the biggest thing is that I once I, I the class ended, that feeling that I had of like, I am obsessed with this and I I I couldn't go to sleep because I was so excited about you know working on this project I had never felt like that in my life before and I remember at that time I said I this feeling that I have right now I want to have that feeling for the rest of my life Um, and so I kept approaching or uh, you know kept kept approaching that that project Um, but what happened was I received a lot of notes and I think at this moment of my life I just I don't think I was ready mentally to actually pursue something like that. Uh, but I, I received a lot of notes from my, my professors, uh, from app developers, from all the different people. So I said, you know what, like, maybe this isn't for me. That's okay. I'm going to step away from it a little bit. Turns out, um, you know, the iPhones came out with a, a feature that is exactly what, what I had in mind, which is super, super cool. And I actually use it so that, you know, when you're driving... Um, your iPhone is connected to your Bluetooth and it, and it automatically blocks off calls and, and texts or any notifications until you stop driving. Um, so obviously, you know, I mean, I don't know, I could have approached this and maybe I could have, you know, done something special with it. Either way, it was created years later. But I think the biggest lesson that I learned is that I, I wanted to number one, keep keep um pursuing that feeling that I had like that feeling was indescribable and and if you've ever felt that way before uh you know exactly what I'm talking about all right I also learned that um business is hard (laughs) that entrepreneurship is hard and I feel like actually at this moment I didn't even know what entrepreneurship was until like a couple of years later when it it, it caught traction and and people started talking about it more but um business is hard and um you know, ideas, and everyone has ideas every single day. Um, and they could potentially be great, but it's more about, you know, following through with those ideas. So, so yeah, so that's what happened. Uh, and I think that the biggest thing that I got from this, uh, the epiphany that I had was that I, I wanted to chase that feeling for the rest of my life. And that's exactly what I'm doing here today. So to close this podcast off, and to close off the origin story of of who I am today, I just I wanted to share with you guys the things that have happened in my life that have led me to this point today, where I um I love business and I I not only love entrepreneurship but I I do love the the process of creating a business and uh, of of thinking of of different ways to improve it. And of thinking of the logistics, I I I like business in a very different way because it's not just of creating a business, but I like the the logistics, the you know step by step things that you have to do to create a business. Um, but I think my biggest weakness is that I I don't follow through with business, right? I I think about all these ideas and I start working on them, and then once I lose steam, once I lose focus, I'll jump onto something else, right? So, like I said earlier, that's that is one of my biggest weaknesses, but it's something that I need to work on, or simply meet someone that can help me with this weakness. That they can take care of the, you know, sticking through and and seeing things through, and I can I can work on the the business logistics of things. But the biggest thing that I got from from this epiphany that I had, where you know I I realized I love business, is um I realized that I I wanted things too fast and I, I expected things to happen for me right and I think that's that's a lot of things that happen especially if, you, if you're younger I think we all feel like we are entitled to receiving things I feel like we uh or maybe this isn't this is you but I feel like at that stage of my life I just I, I believed that I was special and I believed that I deserved special and um well, I do believe that I'm different just like everyone else. I I don't think I deserve anything. I think I have to work my ass off in order for, you know, to get the the lifestyle that I that I desire. And um even though, you know, I I didn't pull through with this business and I, I I've done things in my life that I could have done better. The number one thing is, you know, I I've been able to find success without necessarily opening up my own business, right? Um, I think the biggest thing for me is to uh, learn, right? I think I need to soak up and I need to learn as much as I can right now. Like, you know, put down my head and work. Like if you guys listen to Gary Vaynerchuk, that's all he says is just put down your head for 10 years, work your ass off and then look up 10 years later. And so right now as a a social media manager at 4life, I have been a, a manager for a year now. I have been working there for five years now, and I feel like I've learned so much. I've had so many opportunities to do uh, very special things, but not just that. I think what I've realized is that I, I need to give my one hundred and ten percent to everything I do at Four Life because the work ethic that I'm that I'm developing today, right? And, and I am, you know, I'm twenty three years old. I've I've been working for over seven years, but the work ethic that I, I'm I'm developing right now is the work ethic that i'll take home with me now is a work ethic i'll take into my my business when i open one up right so it i think that was the number one thing right and if i can take if i can leave one message with all of you guys is that i don't know just life life happens so fast you know and i think um we're always looking for the next thing and we're always looking to satisfy ourselves. But I think what we need to do is just is just stop and just realize what we have in this moment right now. Realize what we have, soak up as much as we can from it and just keep growing every single day. Right? Keep growing every single day. So with that, I, I wanna thank everyone for listening to my origin story. It was a little bit longer, but I I could definitely talk about this more but it is a something that's very important to me and I'm hoping that you know in in 10 20 years I can look back and I can see you know who I was Sebastian who Sebastian was on July 6 2019 and who that person has become so thank you guys so much for listening to SEP Talks if you have any questions or any comments Uh, You can message me through whatever platform you're listening to right now or you can reach me on Instagram at bastiong06 and um, yeah, if you guys have anything else, let me know but otherwise, I'll catch you on my next episode. See ya.